It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. If it's happening in the SO postcode, you'll hear about it here. It's a weekly look at life in the city, hosted by her, Zoe Hanson. And him, Simon Clark. This week on the podcast, we find out about one man's mission to save his favourite local shops. What can I do to stop my other favourite places in the city centre? And where to go next weekend if you want to feel super patriotic. With the Queen's Jubilee, everybody will be hyped up, so it'll be great to see the planes flying over again. And patriotism is one thing that we were all feeling last weekend with the platy jubes. Oh my goodness, we love the platy jubes. I felt so heartwarmed <laughs> seeing the little flags everywhere. It was so lovely. Have you seen that ours are still up? I've seen that yours have been moved to the end of the rope. No, they haven't. They haven't. That's the wind. Like a shower curtain. They'd all been drawn to one side. <laughs> Ready to come back later. I tell, I swear, we spent four days pushing them back up the other end. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're going down that end. How was it for you, Simon? So I didn't actively get involved in any Platy-Jubes <laughs> activities whatsoever because I was working. However, I okay. did feel very Christmassy, almost, in as much as I just did nothing but watch TV and eat. Oh, wow. It was like Christmas, only warmer and greener outside. four days as well. That four days, even the first day I was thinking, okay, it feels like a Saturday or a Sunday. By the time we got to Sunday, I had no idea. I thought it was a Tuesday. But I got very much involved in platy-jubes. I watched it all on the telly. Paddington and uh, look, that woman just warms my heart. And who knew she could act like that? I know, and it was amazing. I was saying to somebody, she could not have had anything sat in front of her. She did all of that to nothing. It's CGI, isn't it? So she would have been acting to nothing. It was brilliant. So we had a street party in my street. That went very well. It went on for quite a long time as well. Ten hours we were out there. Wow. Were you last woman standing? No, I wasn't either. And you know what? This is my neighbours for you. At the end, when it was at like, I don't know, half past nine, something like that, I said, oh, can I just have a lemonade? And they went, no, I just want a lemonade. That's all I want. I've had too much to drink. For once, somebody give me a lemonade. <laughs> well, at least you wouldn't have had far to stag at home. Exactly right. <laughs> um, then, you remember we spoke very recently about Mayfield Nurseries? Yeah. They were having a Jubilee afternoon tea party. And it was brilliant so you have all your sandwiches and your cakes and your tea in the pot and there was a kids one as well and then they did a quiz and it was all of the different decades of music so of course when I get there I'm like the quiz is what it's music oh we're in here (laughs) we only went and won it yeah well done who knew you had such rounded knowledge of 1950s music Is there a special round on Cheesy Cravers that swung it for you? Yes, absolutely. I was all over that. (laughs) And then on the Sunday, I went to the big Platinum Jubilee Festival down in Mayflower Park. And there were a couple of 
brilliant things going on down there. So you'd never expect this at a Jubilee party, but my daughter learned CPR. Fantastic. <laughs> There's never a bad time to learn it. No, exactly. And then taking after the Queen, she went and learned skateboarding as well. Nice. So that was great, wasn't it? Nothing so, says celebrating 70 years on the throne <laughs> like learning to skateboard and CPR. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Skate Southampton, you are absolute stars. Thank you so much Jimmy, um, they are running lessons as well. We'll keep you informed, but at some point, let's all just go for a skateboarding lesson. Remember what happened in November? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Simon, you can come down and watch. I'm not getting on a skateboard with my ankle still not fully recovered. But do you know, all across the Platinum Jubilee weekend, I didn't tell my story about how I nearly ruined the Queen's day. <laughs> When they ask people, have you met the Queen? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I think they're not expecting a story about how you almost wrecked her day. <laughs> if the question had been, have you ever met the Queen and ruined her day almost, <laughs> then your hand would have been straight up. Yeah, no, the problem is I haven't met the Queen. Do you want to hear the story? I really want to hear how you almost ruined the Queen's day. But first, I think we should chat to our first guest. Chris Zardis is a man on a mission and he's on a mission to stop his favourite Southampton shops having to close because not enough people go and visit them. He set up Shop Local Southampton, an organisation designed to promote local retailers and it came about for purely selfish reasons. To be truth, it came about because I had a I had my favourite French bakery down in Old Town, La Boulangerie Victor Hugo. They had amazing croissants, you could buy amazing fresh bread and it was quite a big site. And clearly they needed to get quite a lot of money to keep it open. And I was unsurprised when it closed. Yeah. But I was very disappointed. And I thought, what can I do to stop, you know, my other favourite places in the city centre closing? Um, Uh And, you know, I can't bankroll them all myself. So we need to enlist the community. Only 10 or so of them. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So we need to get, I need to find a way of uh, convincing other people to go and spend their hard-earned cash to keep my favourite places open. Yeah. <laughs> I was the thinking behind it. Great. And that was about five years ago. I was very happy when we got to 1,000 after a couple of years and it's kind of snowballed a little bit since then. And what's been your sort of successes? Who have you seen grow and think, wow? That's a really hard question because my aim was always to avoid people closing. Right. <laughs> so that's and, a success, right? I, I don't know. It's difficult to say. It would be amazing if we have prevented someone going under. Yes. That would be amazing. But it's really difficult to actually know that. But I do get a lot of feedback from local businesses that they, they love like the energy around it. Yes. And some of them say it does keep them going. Yeah. Maybe not financially, but emotionally and energetically that people care about. And what sort of businesses, you know, who is it? Who are your sort of main supporters, if you like? It's so broad. It started about literally shops and kind of expanded to how about artists? Yes. How about organisations, community groups? How about, and it's basically now just ballooned into let's shout about Southampton, all the great stuff that's happening here, all of the the sprouts that are growing here, yes. all the culture, all of the people. It's really the people. And we do draw a line, you know, I say Pai Carumba's kind of like the the metric as to whether it's local or not. They've got a place here in Southampton, one in Winchester and one in Brighton, but they've still got that local energy. They're still very much a part of it, aren't yes, they? Absolutely. And, you know, that sounds very similar to something that I know of called the So-So Show, which <laughs> is about that sort of Southampton energy, those South 
Southampton characters. You know, there is so much going on in this city that people don't know about. And independent shops and stores and businesses are all part of that. And we love them. Absolutely. And um, a number of my friends would say, oh, there's nothing happening in Southampton, so we're going to go to a different city. It's like there is stuff happening in Southampton. We just need to shout about it. So that, yes. And, and you know, uh, another another one is oh, Southampton doesn't have a beach. Well, it might not be as glamorous as Sandbanks, but we do have a beach. It's great. It'd be great if we get some tourists down there, but Southamptoners need to go and explore what their city already has for them. You put loads of work into shop local Southampton, don't you, Chris? Um, and I see see it so i think it's like a weekly listings thing like what's on in southampton what do you put before it basically a direct answer to the question there's nothing happening in southampton and sometimes <laughs> I'll, I'll um i'll write that at the beginning of the listings before going into the 100 or 200 events that we've got happening around the city quite frankly i you know uh, sometimes feel like it would be better if there was less happening in southampton because it <laughs> does take a lot of time on a, on a monday yes exactly but well done you keep putting the work in uh, follow Chris uh, shop local Southampton you can find him on all the social media and his website as well and those listings come out every Monday right every Monday or Tuesday Ish. morning <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear them actually on voice FM on Wednesdays since we've been able to reopen since the pandemic there is a real buzz around the city and I don't know if that's to do with the city of culture bid or just this sort of rebirth almost yeah i think uh people are valuing venues being able to go outside see people there's a lot of uh positivity around interconnection between the people in the city and i yeah i think there's a real energy i feel it uh at the weekend i was on a walk from uh touch cic and they were doing this walk which is about storytelling and it was a 10 kilometer walk around the city with this giant puppet and we were picking up people along the way, joining the walk, <laughs> asking, what's this? What's going on? And, you know, yeah. someone had a mini rig and there was just a great energy about it. The ukulele jam performed to us at Harbour Lights. And Amazing. You know, just moments like that, you're like, this is a good time uh, in the city. Chris Zardis from Shop Local Southampton, a man who was determined to not see his favourite shops close. Good for him, eh? We need more of that spirit. And it totally flies as well. If you are on social media anywhere at all, Go follow Shop Local Southampton. They're doing amazing things. And let's not underestimate the time and effort it must take him to put that list together every week. Exactly right. I mean, he said to me after the interview, you know, people say there's nothing going on in Southampton. He says... There's reams and reams and reams of stuff going on. There's so much going on. Well, fair play to him for bringing it to our attention. Yeah. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Still to come, we're going to find out how Zoe almost ruined the Queen's Day. But first, I would like to talk about the fact that school's going to finish soon. Oh, yes. it's a monumental closing of school for me because this will mark the end of 14 years of me having a child at school. Oh. Well, two children, actually. Okay. He's got two weeks of his exams left. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. His elbows are almost warm through on his jumper. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to have to get a new one. No. It's not the jumper that's so bad, actually. It's the trousers, because the trousers have split just below the side pocket. <laughs> so he looks like a tramp at school with this. So 
You need to teach him how to sew. He's got two weeks left and that's him done ever wearing school uniform ever, 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 ever. Please just make it that far. And have you told him that he's got to get a job now? Well, he <laughs> wants to get a summer job, but he's not really doing a great deal about actively lining one up. Oh, oh, and there's loads. If he could do hospitality. If we live closer to one of those London airports, I'm sure he'd probably get a job as a baggage handler at the moment because <laughs> they're certainly short of them as well. The So So Show. It was a while ago, but because it was such a big thing, there is still quite a lot to talk about with regards to the 2025 bid. Well, it was only a week ago that we really found out. It just feels like, because we had a four-day weekend, feels like that was a four-week weekend, doesn't it? <laughs> and do you know what? The funny thing about it was, I didn't need a influencer because Fair Play Southampton Council, they stuck to the original timetable. I know, The right? bins were emptied when they were supposed to be emptied. Crazy. I did wake up on Monday morning thinking, I wonder when the bin's coming. But of course, because you don't see them out collecting everybody else's bins. Yeah, yeah. So Fair Play Council, and well done to everyone involved in bin collection for working through the platy-jubes. Because that is the most important thing, as we know. It's what Liz would have wanted. Okay, so City of Culture... On Wednesday evening, myself and my little one went down to Solent University, down to the Spark Building for the decision, live on the one show. Big excitement. Uh, Myself and my daughter went and stood down the front to make sure that we got on the BBC one, the one show, Uh, even if it was just a wave of flag. Um, And then they made the decision and they said... Bradford have won. I'm really pleased that somebody got up beforehand. I think it was Gemma Nicol who has been, you know, pushing this bid towards this place. And she said, look, there is a chance that we might not win. If we don't win, we've almost got to practice our our very gracious, well done faces and say, okay, we're well done. Well done, Bradford. And do you know what? Everybody did that. So well done us, I think. And I think there has been so much momentum brought up by this City of Culture bid and lots of places that you'd never heard of in Southampton and lots of things going on that you'd never heard of in Southampton. So I think that, you know, the Culture bid has a legacy that will drive this city forward anyway. Another piece of news, though, you know that we now have a Lord Mayor, don't you, Simon? So that was all to do with the Platinum Jubilee and Jackie Raymond, who was Southampton's mayor, is now Southampton's Lord Mayor. Right. Well, we met her and she has a genius, genius thing already. I think she's only been crowned Lord Mayor for like a week or something. She has stickers. So if she has a picture with a kid, they then get a sticker saying, I met the Lord Mayor. What a great idea. <laughs> right, so dentists are meeting the mayor now. You get a sticker. <laughs> do they still do stickers with dentists? Yes. Wow. They have to. They can't give out sweets for it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so the mayor now has stickers. What a great idea. Isn't it? It's brilliant, isn't it? And she wore it into school the next day. All proud. Yay! It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. Saturday 25th of June is Armed Forces Day and one part of Southampton will be celebrating once again. Catherine Ashdown is Operations and Events Manager at Forley Parish Council and she told Zoe what to expect at this year's event. This is the ninth year we've been running the event. It's sort of 
a massive day to say thank you to the local armed forces day armed forces um we've got marchwood barracks and diamond that are our local barracks um so we get a lot of them in attendance is that the army then i'm just checking yes just so checking got... which kinds of uniforms we're gonna see so we, <laughs> you could see anything so we invite the veterans to come down army ref mainly. And what's going to be going on at the Armed Forces Day in Forley? So we have an amazing fly pass. So we've got an RAF hurricane. We've got fun fair, live music. Uh, we've got a couple of local bands performing, a replica plane that you'll be able to sort of look and see. Um, and that was from World War One. Uh, we've got loads of military vehicles and just stalls and just is a really good family fun day type thing. It's a sort of celebration of those that keep us safe, I suppose. Yes, exactly. You just go up to the people that are there from the which are serving currently and just get to say thank you to them. And it's just a really special and amazing event. And where is it held? So it's held at Gangmarily Recreation Centre in Forley, Southampton. And when is that? Saturday, the 18th of June, and it starts at 11 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And you say there's lots of people in uniform, didn't you? Yes, lots of uniform. You know I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> well, we all. I got dressed up the last time I was at the event. They put me in full, full lot sort of uniform, the vests and everything. It's so heavy, their kit. And I think that this year, having the planes and stuff and the flyby... With Top Gun Maverick coming out, there's quite a lot of, yeah. you know, interest in all these planes and fighter pilots and all of that stuff, isn't there? With the Queen's Jubilee, everybody will be hyped up, um, so it'll be great to see the planes flying over again at a local event. Catherine Ashdown, Operations and Events Manager of Forley Parish Council, talking about some of the stuff they've got lined up on Saturday the 25th for Armed Forces Day. Oh, lovely. Can I just take a moment to congratulate Southampton Container Terminal? Go on. They have become the first deep water port in the world yeah. to stop using diesel and to be powered by vegetable oil instead. Oh, this is good. So nice work, DP World, for making that transition. Love it. Love it. Also, congratulations to Totten. Totten are getting a gold bench. Are they? It's all to do with Aaron Phipps and um, his win in wheelchair rugby at the Paralympics. So, yeah, brilliant. They ran out of post boxes to paint gold then? They no, they weren't bench. allowed a post box. Really? So I think they were only to do with 2012. Right. So Totten is getting a gold bench. Fair play, Aaron. Go on, Aaron. It's a great time to be celeb spotting in Southampton. It is. Because, you know, earlier in the week, Jeff Beck was touring the country and uh -huh. everywhere Jeff Beck went, Johnny Depp was turning up because uh -huh. he was playing guitar with him. And I checked the listings thinking, oh, I wonder if they've got a Southampton date on the They hadn't, unfortunately. Right. Because that would have been awesome if Johnny Depp had just swanned into the West Key Centre or <laughs> dropped into Mexico. Yeah, no. Nice, nice. But no, so he was unlikely to be seen. But big name from Hollywood has been spotted in the area. Who? Scarlett Johansson. Wow. Who I'd much rather bump into than Johnny Depp, to be fair. Wow. 
What, is that a wow that I'd rather see Scarlett Johansson and Johnny... No, 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 no. Look, no, the, the Scarlett Johansson's been in the area. Yeah, yeah. What's she doing? Well, they're filming in Winchester a Disney production. So okay. I'm thinking maybe she's involved in that. Okay, okay, yeah. But she was seen in Turtle Bay. Of course she was. Two for one cocktails, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. So come on then. Just before we move into the Watsons, how did you almost ruin the Queen's day? Right, it was quite a story, this. Always is, right? <laughs> always, always. <laughs> I love the fact the Queen's now got a Zoe story, even if she doesn't know she's got a Zoe story. She might have, she might know. <laughs> so I was working on Capital Breakfast Show um, up in London, and we were doing a little tour, and we went along to Ascot, and we did the breakfast show from um, Ascot. Royal Ascot, you know, it was when the festival is on, it's in the middle of June, and there we were. So we've been there since very early in the morning, like 5am, something like that. And after we'd done the breakfast show there, I went and put my suitcase in the press box or the press room. Uh, and, and just left it there and went and met my mum and took her for afternoon tea and lunch there and we had a wonderful time, properly sort of soaked up the atmosphere of Royal Ascot. We saw the Queen go past in her carriage and it was just wonderful, just a really, really stunning day until I got back to the press room where my suitcase had been left. Because I was staying over and we were doing a bit of a tour, I had an alarm clock in... Simon's got his head in his hands. I had an alarm clock, or possibly three alarm clocks, in my bag. Yeah, because you don't have one alarm clock if you do a breakfast show. No, the rule was always, if I was late, I'd have to buy another one. Did you end up in double figures? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up with about ten alarm clocks. Anyway, I've got like three alarm clocks in this suitcase. And because... I'd woken up early. I hadn't sort of reset it. And some of them are on like a 12-hour clock. So at four o'clock in the afternoon, all these alarms start going off in this bag. And I walk in at about half past four and they all went, is this your bag? Yes, it is. Okay, you better go and speak to security over there because they are literally just about to evacuate the place (laughs) because they think that something's going to go off in that bag. And I'm like, it's just a load of alarms because I was running late. And if they had have evacuated it because the of your queen would have been clocks, first out. The queen would have been first out. The oh my gosh! And she wouldn't have forgiven you for ruining one of her favourite pastimes. I might have made it onto that double decker bus on Sunday, though, right? <laughs> there we go. She doesn't even know it, but the queen has a Zoe story. <laughs> Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. Right, I've just got a couple of things for you this week, but these are biggies. Okay, Hedge End Carnival. This is the centenary of the Hedge End Carnival. Hedge End Carnival is massive. And it's going to be Hedge End Week as well because it's the centenary. Uh, 2nd of July, but that whole of that week, there are loads of events going on. Oh, I wonder what they're going to squeeze into the bandstand this time. (laughs) Have you seen the Hedge End Bandstand? Yes. Every time I look at it, I think it's like someone's taken the wheels off the Ninky Nong (laughs) and just bricked it there. Look, this is on at the Mayflower at the moment. It's the biggest show. 
show of the moment. It was on stage at the Queen's Platinum Jubilee concert as well. Six is just massive. I'm going to see it on Friday, actually. I'm going to the sing-along one. Now, the first night was completely sold out. Um, and I think that's the first time that's been sold out at the Mayflower for any show since they reopened after the pandemic. But do not fear because Six is coming to the Mayflower Theatre once again next July. Oh, that's so fantastic 2023. News. So if you want to book, get in there quick. See, I wanted to go and take my uh, 18-year-old, but she's so busy with exams at the moment. Right. She just didn't have any time so maybe i'll get tickets for next year so there we are short but sweet in terms of what's ons our dms are always open please slide into them and if you are following us on social media make sure you've got notifications on because quite often we've got cool stuff you can win and as we head towards the summer i imagine that's going to be more likely we have honestly like even i'm impressed with it and i've sorted it all out (laughs) um we have the most massive awesome prizes on the way make sure you're following our socials excellent stuff well that's it for another podcast have a great week zoe and you simon and thank you for listening you've been listening to zoe hansen and simon clark on southampton's podcast the so so show